0: Consent gives birth to love and life. We foster passion to grow geniuses which lift humanity. And tailor technology to preserve liberty in balance with nature. Welcome to Radical. Uh, welcome to Radical. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, thank you guys for being here with me today. I'm Shane Hazel, you're your host. Uh, I've got a great reading for you guys today, but before we get to it, I uh, just wanted to talk about it. This is, uh, I guess, going to be family week, and uh, you know, I guess not by coincidence is one of those things that I've just kind of drawn to this week as I as I see some stuff. We're going to talk about homeschooling a good bit today and, and how it coexists with Bitcoin. Uh, the article that I've got for you guys today is by... Uh, a, a great guy his name is Scott Lindbergh and uh, he's a you know he, he's a veteran of homeschooling He did it for 20 years with his own kids uh, and his wife Tally and he's got uh, some games out there if uh, if you don't know um, he and his wife have uh, co-founded free market kids uh, it's a company that teaches Bitcoin concepts through tabletop games which pretty cool definitely go check them out um, At any rate, uh, I think I met those guys down at Bitcoin 2022 uh, and had some really good conversations with them. And I'm going to try to get Scott and uh, his wife, Tali, to to come on the show and, and talk about a lot of their experience out there. Um, Bitcoiners and homeschooling is one of those things that, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the, the title of the the article today is homeschoolers or Bitcoiners who don't know it yet. Well, some of us are, You, you know, some, some of us homeschoolers are Bitcoiners and, um, you know, a lot of us didn't know it yet. Um, I didn't know it yet, probably not till about 2019. Um, with that being said there is a lot of similarity here that he's going to cover in, in this great article. And I'm not going to steal any thunder beforehand. I'll, I'll make some comments afterwards, but uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this. This is about you know, this show for everybody who's out there. This show is for you. This is for changing our culture. This is for uniting people. Um, you know, I, I know I say a lot of the same things about this, but I think this is, I think this is the signal. I think this is the message. In this time, people are looking for stableness They're looking for something that that gives them purpose, that gives them meaning. They're looking for hope. And I don't, I you know, the the things in my life that have given me those things, they're family. They are deep, deep friendships. You know, I'm talking like over you know three or four decades. I'm only forty, guys. Like I, I've got you know great friends uh, that I met in, in elementary school to this day. Like t- right now, uh, th- this this idea of you know building a community that is focused and working on something together through consent, uh, not not force and coercion, is is absolutely I think you know one of the things that is going to change everything here in the very near future for the better. And I, I am super optimistic about all of this. I think a lot of it has to do with the idea that, you know, we have a common goal, we have a common mission, and they are based in first principles of liberty. Like, just, just outstandingly positive influence. Uh, and, and where you find positive influence, you find strong families, you find strong community, you find strong culture. And a strong, stable culture is a peaceful culture. It's a culture that's growing. It's a culture that's innovating. It's a culture that's lifting humanity, and I think that's what we want to be as a species. I really do. You know, I do a ton of work on this kind of stuff, um, in terms of you know, going out and doing rehabilitation with guys uh, post-traumatic stress and, and the brave mission. And I got to tell you, you know, you know when when I get guys to crack and open up and I mean don't, I don't mean that in like a, a way that I'm trying to get them to um, you know break but in a way yeah you know guys that are broken they can acknowledge their brokenness that can they can begin to start healing and like I said in the last show you know the, the whole father figure like this this is critically important um, you know, moms and dads, you guys, you guys have no idea, especially if you're young moms and dads or if you haven't become a mom or dad yet. You know, I'm not talking down to you. It's just an experience thing. It's, it's, you have no idea absolutely how important you are. The weight of the world is literally on your shoulders. It's because you're raising another generation. You're raising the continuation of the species, and that's what we're here to do, you know if big picture, everybody just zoom out for a second the human species what are we what what should be the mission of the human species? and this is why I you know I really admire some of the work Elon's doing. I don't know that I trust the guy all the way, but like you know when you look at it, you know we're, we should be creating such a thriving culture we should we should be avoiding conflict at damn near all costs and you know the people that are pushing conflict should be absolute exiles and in a really healthy society in in a society that knows what it's trying to do so if you look at a big picture humans you're you're here to continue the species you're here to push the boundaries you're here in, in the you know in the best way possible without hurting other people without forcing other people through consent uh, and, and those type of relationships where you can you know, work together, collaborate, and and lift, not not push and force, not 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 those kind of things. Is it, it, it doesn't work that way, you know? Prohibition doesn't work, you know. Forcing people to part with their their money, none of that kind of stuff works. What works is people working in collaboration through consent. Amazing things can happen. People will just absolutely you know kill themselves in the process. Of, and, and I mean that in the best way, you know, is like like guys that work themselves absolutely, you know, just grind. Those, that kind of society that's working out of a love and consent to, to do something, like at the end of the day, if we're zooming out and we're continuing the species, what, what's the job? Well, at some point it's get the species off this rock and get it onto a better rock somewhere. Um, You know, and, if 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 we're looking at it like that, and I know some people are just like, "Oh my God, what? <laughs> what did he say?" Uh, yeah, at some point, mankind's got to get off of Earth, or it's done, it's gone. That's it. Species over. You know how how are we going to do that? I'm going to tell you that the key to preserving the species, which is which should be our goal, and I'm getting text messages. Sorry about that in the background. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Mario movie, it was fun. I saw it with the kids, by the way. Um, that's my my text message sound. If um you know, if if you're looking at, you know, what is the purpose here? You know, it just keep zooming out. You'll figure it out. Is how on earth are we going to do this together? It's going to take it's going to take any and everybody to preserve the species. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't a one nation job. It's not a community job. It's definitely not a one man job. This is the cooperation. A you know, you put away this stupid ass weapons of war. You you like you put away all these things. I'm not saying don't be armed and protect against evil because evil is here and it's knocking and it wants to do bad things. It wants to live off of us. And you think about it that way too. You know, Bitcoiners, homeschoolers, these people that are wanting to to live free and in consent. You know, that's the idea. How are we creating geniuses to get humanity to that point where, you know, we can figure this out? Whereas the state, man, they just want to leech off of you and stay here on this rock as long as possible. They're not looking to the future. They're looking at right now. They are the absolute professionals at kicking responsibility down the street. They don't want any part of responsibility. They're not the lifters. They're not the molders. They're not the educators. They are the force and coercion indoctrinating psychopaths that absolutely want you to be their their key for rent. This article is a fantastic article and it it doesn't leave a whole lot unsaid about homeschoolers and Bitcoiners and how similar they are. And this is what I think is the groundwork for what we have to do as a species going forward. So I hope you enjoy this article. I'll be back afterwards with some comments. From BitcoinMagazine.com, homeschoolers are Bitcoiners who don't know it yet. A parent who homeschooled his four children for two decades reflects on the parallels between Bitcoin and sovereign education. Scott Lindberg, April 8th, 2023. My wife, Tali, and I recently presented educational information about Bitcoin to homeschoolers for three days at a homeschooling convention in St. Louis, Missouri. We hosted an exhibition booth and led a workshop session, and the event didn't go exactly as expected. The context for self-custody of education. Bitcoin has clarified misconceptions in energy, economics, diet, and countless other fields but education is another obvious area in need of an overhaul of truth. At least, this is obvious in hindsight, once you have embraced Bitcoin. Tolly and I have always been fired up about taking self-custody of education, but we didn't describe it this way when we started. We have four grown children who we homeschooled for 20 years. When we started, it was just schooling, but thanks to going down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, we now have a more precise framework to explain self-custody of education and its significance. The ways that Bitcoiners and homeschoolers think are incredibly similar, for reasons I'll explain here. I am more bullish on this community than ever, but we have work to do. Just as the Bitcoin mining and energy sectors are merging, so too will Bitcoiners and homeschoolers eventually merge. Think how it feels to share good things with close friends. Can you recall finding a thoughtful, personal gift and feeling giddy with excitement as you presented the wrapped present to its recipient? How excited were you about sharing something wonderful with another person and watching their eyes light up as they got it? Leading someone to the Bitcoin rabbit hole is like this. This is the level of excitement that Tally and I felt before the convention. Homeschoolers are our people, in our hearts, We know how aligned they are with bitcoin here are 10 reasons why our passion and excitement were so high one homeschoolers and bitcoiners prefer decentralization many bitcoiners are surely familiar with the creature from jekyll island and the continual expansion of the power of the central planners the cancer of fiat does not discriminate both homeschoolers and bitcoiners understand the burden of increasingly centralized agencies, woke policies, and socialist philosophies. Government and central planning bureaucracies have entangled themselves deeper and deeper into education. The U.S. Department of Education was created in 1979 and has an annual budget of $68 billion. This excludes the state and local education budgets. Where does the money go? As the insane budget grows, the beneficiaries are not students or even teachers. Increased spending goes to bureaucratic administrators. In Bitcoin speak, it goes to rent seekers. From 2000 to 2019, the increase in the number of students was 7.6%. The increase in the number of teachers was 8.7%. And the increase in the district administrators was a stunning 87.6%. Once you control the purse strings, you control policy. Dare go against the approved narrative from central planning know-it-alls, and your school or college risk losing federal, state, and local funding. Individuals within institutions risk losing their jobs and power if they fight to protect against environmental, racial, sexual, or political agendas in the curricula. As the top-down status feed the bureaucracy machine, the trend is for more families to pursue exiting the traditional education system. Draconian COVID-19 policies showed many what was possible in the way of resources too, driving the percentage of school-aged children being homeschooled to over 11%. Homeschooling is decentralized education. There are cooperatives which, like nodes running their own education programs, support organizations, and a growing number of resources. But at the core of homeschooling is the home. The family unit is as fully decentralized as you can get for education. Two, homeschoolers and Bitcoiners embrace the principle of self-custody. It's hard to conceive, but our society once was on a gold standard. Sound money is not a new concept from a long-term historical perspective. It's just new to us. Bitcoiners have embraced sound money and the need to protect it. If everyone followed the advice of not your keys, not your coins, then criminals like Sam Bankman-Fried couldn't hurt them. Homeschoolers have trust issues with education, just as Bitcoiners have trust issues with money. Homeschooling is not a new concept, historically speaking. It's new to us. Here are some influential leaders who were homeschooled. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson... Abraham Lincoln, Albert Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Edison, Douglas MacArthur, Charles Dickens, C.S. Lewis, and so many more. We protect ourselves from the risk by controlling our own keys. Whether these are the keys to your Bitcoin or the keys to your kid's education, self-custody is a core principle to embrace. 3. Homeschoolers and Bitcoiners understand proof of work. Time is the only thing in the universe more valuable than Bitcoin. Therefore, there's an opportunity cost to investing one's time to stay home and teach. One could instead get a job and let someone else deal with textbooks, grading tests, etc. It goes deeper though. It's not just time. Homeschooling is tough, 24 7 work. It has emotional volatility. There are days when the stress makes you question what you're doing. The trade-off decision is not unlike bootstrapping a Bitcoin startup, to steal a phrase from Christian Kirillus and Matt O'Dell. There is a sat opportunity cost when investing in a Bitcoin company. The alternative is to hodl. The expected return on the investment must be greater than the other options like stacking sats. Homeschoolers are simply making the decisions that making their kids' education a rock solid foundation for a happier, more successful future is the best return on their time. They are making the decision to persevere through an emotional roller coaster of a journey. This incredible investment of their time, energy, and love is their proof of work. 4. Homeschoolers and Bitcoiners fight FUD. The most common FUD about homeschooling is socialization. When Tally and I first suggested staying home with our firstborn, I questioned whether doing so would negatively impact her socialization experiences. My concern was unfounded. The reality is that homeschool kids are like other kids they play sports, participate in theater, robotics, and other activities, have social dances, etc. As our kids grew through their teenage years, I started to question if they were too social. Additionally, my observations are that homeschool kids excel at thinking for themselves. They grasp concepts like don't trust, verify. Contrast this with compliance, the backbone of state-driven education institutions. The reason is that homeschooled kids are getting lessons 24-7. Something as small as the chore of taking out the garbage is an opportunity to discuss personal responsibility, integrity, trust, and other non academic subjects. Show me the proof of work of where and how such topics are discussed outside of the home. 5. Homeschoolers and Bitcoiners gravitate to libertarian ideas. It's a first principle's idea that parents are first and foremost responsible for teaching their children. Marxists, socialists, and communists, on the other hand, repel this basic concept. They want the state to decide what's acceptable, the teachers to indoctrinate, and the kids to comply. Quote, Who owns the child, then? The choice is between the parents who have taken the trouble to have and raise the child, and who, in almost cases, will give their lives to support the child for as long as it takes and longer, or the educational bureaucracy, which is more likely than a parent to look upon the child as an asset in a social engineering project to rearrange government and society. Larry Arn, president of Hillsdale College. Homeschoolers, like Bitcoiners, realize that our freedoms are under attack. Homeschoolers risk becoming a target of the state because of their beliefs so it is logical for them to align with a political philosophy that holds up Liberty it makes sense to align with those who value individual political freedoms the thought of the state deciding what and how children should be taught at the exclusion of the parents is as appalling to homeschoolers as the central bank digital currency CBDCs are to Bitcoiners six homeschoolers and Bitcoiners value personal responsibility Homeschoolers take action. They invest time in researching options, curricula, and activities that will most benefit their children. They read books, they listen to podcasts, and they are even willing to pay to attend a homeschooling convention in addition to the travel and lodging expenses to get to it. They do not expect handouts. They are not asking for big government solutions. They do not trust that bureaucrats will avoid fiat temptations Example, promoting curricula based on political agendas. Sound familiar? Taking action is a ubiquitous Bitcoiner trait. Bitcoiners research their options, read books, listen to podcasts, and even pay to attend conferences. They do not wait for handouts, nor expect big government help, nor trust bureaucrats to avoid fiat temptations. Examples? Endless printing and money debasement. 7. Homeschoolers and Bitcoiners believe in hope and freedom. This concept is not as obvious as the others, but you can find it hidden behind feelings of frustration and perhaps some heated yelling about current events, broken systems, and the state of our high time-preference world. I'm talking about optimism. If one did not believe in a better future, it would be pointless to invest and sacrifice to pursue homeschooling. Yet, homeschooling parents go to extraordinary lengths. Tally and I made the conscious decision to live on one income, even if it meant a smaller house and missing fancy vacations. We are not atypical. Homeschooling is a calling worthy of sacrificing short-term desires for long-term benefits. More on low-tie preference shortly. Bitcoin is hope. Michael Saylor's use of www.hope.com is brilliant. If it wasn't for Bitcoin, our national debt spiral would depress me to the point of giving up. If it wasn't for Bitcoin, the status push to replicate China's CBDC would make me believe in George Orwell's 1984 future was inevitable. If you didn't have hope in Bitcoin's future, you wouldn't have decided to read this article. Eight. Homeschoolers and Bitcoiners push education. Education at a homeschooling convention really doesn't need clarification. I haven't met a Bitcoiner yet who doesn't believe Bitcoin education is the key. Nevertheless, I'm going to share a couple of examples. For homeschooling, we may have been the only exhibitor at the convention focused on sound money literacy, but we found another focused on teaching liberty and freedom. If you have small children or are looking for gifts for small children check out the books by the tuttle twins for bitcoin the example to call out is me primer bitcoin this group recently translated its program from spanish to english this is an absolutely wonderful teaching resource and it's free nine homeschoolers and bitcoiners are entering the then they fight you stage president biden's administration is no friend of bitcoin nor are other government agencies or the Federal Reserve. While I believe in the then we win stage, it doesn't mean the current then they fight you stage won't be painful. They are attacking. Here's an excerpt from Custodia Bank's website that makes my blood boil. Quote Historic bank runs in the last two weeks underscore the dire need for fully solvent banks that are equipped to serve fast-changing industries in an era of rapidly improving technology. That is the exact model proposed by Custodia Bank to hold 1.08 in cash to back every dollar deposited by customers. Unfortunately, the Federal Reserve took its eye off the ball and allowed bank-run risks to build at traditional banks, while simultaneously engaging in a crackdown against the digital asset industry at large and Custodia Bank in particular. This example reminds us of what Satoshi Nakamoto put on the Genesis block. Bailing out failed institutions creates moral hazard. This creates bigger problems later, which creates an incentive for even greater bailouts at greater moral hazard. Not approving Custodia Bank with healthy risk policies is purely an attack on those who do not comply with the central planning gods. Now, for an educational example, I picked up this one not because it focuses on homeschooling, but because it shows how far those in controls will go to to protect their power. In 2021, the London County School District in Virginia covered up the rape of a female student by a skirt-wearing male student. It was not the assailant's first assault. He was allowed to be in the girls' bathroom because the school was following woke liberal policies. While this is horrendous, it actually gets worse. Here's where the then-they-attack-you hits education and not just homeschoolers. This is an attack on education and an attack on parents. The father of the rape victim was essentially labeled a terrorist because he spoke out at a school board meeting. The father was arrested and... The school administrators who pushed critical race theory and other radical policies, who covered up assaults, were able to silence a father exercising his right to speak, a father whose daughter suffered unnecessarily because of a political agenda. 10. Homeschoolers and Bitcoiners have low time preferences. Deciding to homeschool is a long-term undertaking. It is filled with uncertainty and emotional volatility. I wish there was an equivalent of the Stay Humble, Stack Sats meme for homeschooling. For the moment, I'm going with Take Action, Self-Custody Education. Game Day Observations and Lessons Learned According to veteran homeschooling conventioners, our neighbors in the Exhibition Hall, the St. Louis event was bigger and more energetic than in prior years. Yet, Tally and I were surprised by some of the less-than-enthusiastic reactions of attendees to Bitcoin. For all of the reasons I covered above, we expected mostly open discussion with those curious about adding sound money to their curriculum. We did have some interactions like this, which were uplifting, but many attendees avoided eye contact altogether, as if Tally and I were aliens. Here are our top three lessons learned and what were changing because of them first lesson learned homeschoolers confuse sound money with Dave Ramsey personal finance most of the 5,000 people who attended the convention didn't have a sound money framework this led to a curious and sometimes even scoffing looks at our booth the sole exhibitor with the educational Bitcoin games and books using sound money to lead homeschoolers to Bitcoin is less effective than being direct we are changing our presentation for an April homeschooling convention to be more direct. Bitcoin is a revolutionary technology. Bitcoin is hope for us and future generations. If you don't want to use our educational resources, that's fine, but just start educating yourself and your kids as soon as possible. Second lesson learned develop more breakout workshops to address different audiences. I presented an overview of Bitcoin using our game, Hoddle Up, in a workshop session through play you learn Bitcoin mechanics and terminology I limited the discussion examples to three things mining the 21 million Bitcoin cap and wallets it's difficult to reach a split audience even simplifying and connecting the gameplay concepts to real Bitcoin was too much for half of the audience it needs to be even simpler the other half was curious about investment advice Tally and I are increasing the number of workshop sessions from one to four at the April Homeschooling Convention. We are creating customized content to address different audience, interests, and knowledge. Third lesson learned. Moms are a lot more likely to say their spouse is the money person. There was a distinct trend based on gender. We had many discussions with homeschooling moms who said their spouses were the ones who understood finances or who took an interest in Bitcoin. We had zero homeschooling dads say the same. We need to understand what is driving this. We do not fully know. It's not something limited to homeschoolers either. Why is it that Bitcoin meetups typically seem to be comprised of 80% men? Bitcoin is good for everyone. So why don't we see more women in the space? What can we do to reach them? We will gather additional data as we travel and meet more people face-to-face. Next steps. A positive mental attitude and another convention. Callie and I know homeschoolers are ready for Bitcoin. They just don't know it yet. We're on a mission to guide them on the journey to figure it out. It may take years, but that's okay. This is a low-time preference endeavor. It's better to let others decide for themselves by asking questions rather than forcing them to experience a catastrophic failure of our money system. As of this writing, our next homeschooling conference is only weeks away. Based on the experience from our March event, we're modifying our approach. We look forward to sharing the lessons learned with fellow Bitcoiners. Tally and I would like to express our gratitude to Thank God for Bitcoin and Shamori both of whom helped with our March event. We also want to express gratitude to the St. Charles Bitcoin Meetup. It held a special Bitcoin game event the day after the convention, and we spent five amazing hours connecting with humble and awesome people. We hope to make this an annual event. Lastly, we want to express our gratitude to the current and future homeschoolers. Thank you. If you're interested in homeschooling, don't trust us. Verify for yourself. Well, hats off to Scott here for this amazing article. So let's let's get into it, um, man. the The idea of self custody of education, you know, self custody of your kids. Uh, you know, th- this isn't you know this isn't one of those shows where I I, I beat people up that you know haven't self custody their kids yet. And you're like, what are you doing with them in school? Like, listen, I get it, man. Like, a lot of us were raised in the 70s and 80s and 90s and that's really you know that that arc you know where if, if you're looking at why this happened you know a lot of people want the why uh, after after FDR and World War II like life changed like I don't think people can really imagine what World War II was like like the amount of people that were lost during that time and everybody's like look we need to stop killing each other right like that was the message out of World War II like let's stop well the people who were in uh in, in very high places of power especially the federal reserve uh you know the the, the political class the elites and then obviously some corporations out there in industries for that matter man they they took that moment to be like yeah you know what let's let's make sure that um we never ever have happened this again. And what they did was they twisted it and they perverted it and they corrupted it right then and there. And they said, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to do bigger and you know, more complex social organizations inside of, you know, of government, basically monopoly on violence for uh, social type of programs. And, and it just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. But that generation of baby boomers, man, baby boomers, they, they had no chance. You know, they had a generation that was war weary, that was just beat down, beat up, never wanted to do anything like that again, sort of like, yeah, you know what, education might be a really good thing to pour ourselves into, Um, and in in terms of making sure that we have a a world, uh, a state, a local entity, a nation, whatever scale, you know, that is a lot more uh, educated, and they thought that the state was probably, you know, that that place, that that mechanism that would, I don't know, do this better. Make, I don't know. I, I, you know, it, in, in my mind, I, I can only think that they were just so damn tired and so damn war-weary that they didn't put up much of a fight. And I know it wasn't nationalized then. It was just one of those things. But, man, that generation grew up thinking, like, Man, watch, like our parents, our parents are going to retire uh, and they're going to retire with pensions and, you know, they're going to retire with Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and all this crap that came along because they were the first generation. And as they were, you know, debasing money and printing money and like these things kind of just worked out for the baby or the, uh, the, 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 the quote, the, the greatest generation, World War II you know it kind of worked out for them because they were the first people and they had this swell of babies there that were going to be the people that they were that were taxed next to supply them with all this money that wasn't really there that wasn't really theirs so when when you when you have a generation that's raised by those people that think that they're going to be just like their parents that are going to retire on pensions and you know everything is going to be hunky dory because the state's going to take care of it, and they've paid their "quote unquote" fair share into Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and obviously we're finding out. You know if if you don't if you guys didn't don't know, like I can tell you right now, um, the amount of people out there that have lost pensions, the people that are losing pensions, the people that are will lose pensions, the people that are, pensions, people that are never going to see Social you know, Social Security that paid into it, Medicare, Medicaid, the, the the fact that, you know, obviously they can't keep up with it now, and, you know, the, the veterans issues that are out there and, you know, the VA can't, there's no way the VA can, you know, keep up with what they're doing. They have to, they spend all that money on trying to, you know, provoke more wars that they obviously can't pay for afterwards the consequences of them anyway. You know, you're starting to see this whole system crumble because of that idea and people just didn't know so that's the why that's the how we got here is is that and what you're seeing is this switchback this this absolute you know reversal of the pendulum and some people are on the front side of that pendulum my family's one of them um, and I say on the front side of it if, if uh, we are still early that's that's one of the things you need to understand like for for all of this, whether it's being in in this you know minority of people that's growing like crazy, five million people now are homeschooling. That's great, you know. <laughs> I know it's a fraction of three hundred thirty million people, but you know, five million families—that's that's a lot of families. That's more than five million people, obviously. <laughs> Homeschoolers is <laughs> it's like hundred million. No, I'm just kidding. Um, with With homeschoolers it is a lot more you know if if you multiply you know the the average homeschool family by that you're probably talking about between four and five people um so if you have between four and five people you're talking about you know possibly 20 25 million people who are you know part of homeschool here in america that's that's incredible and it's 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 growing like crazy but being early to this um being early to homeschooling being early to bitcoin is one of those things that's going to put you in a great place. And um, like I said, the idea of self-custody of education, self-custody of your children, it's something the state obviously hates. But for, for us, this is looking out long-term. This is low time horizon. And so I'm not saying, you know, anybody that's not homeschooling is, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure. What I'm saying is, is there is another way. And it's one of those ways that, seems daunting and it seems scary going, going down to one income. Trust me. I remember those conversations. I remember making that decision. And, you know, luckily for me, like it was one of those decisions that, you know, my wife was 100% behind and that's boy, I tell you what guys, if guys and gals, you know, get a spouse that is going to be a hundred percent behind you. Something you guys can work on together. Something, some way forward. You see, and you know, doing doing less, yeah. You know, my family doesn't take as many vacations as a lot of people out there. We don't. You know, we live in a place that I feel like a lot of people vacation too, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's this is every day. It's just it's work and it's it's low time preference and you know, it's being able to enjoy the present. So that self custody of education with your kids, man, that is that is Bitcoin talk all the way. And I, I absolutely love the idea of self custody education. Just, it just sounds amazing. Yeah, self custody your kids. Um, the the decentralization piece on this was brilliant. You know, is decentralization in, in terms of school, in terms of education, is maximum right down to the family level. That is, you want to talk about decentralization. If we had a nation that was educating their kids, you know, where one parent worked. And by the way, you know, Bitcoin resets that, you know, it used to be in the 60s, 70s, uh, 50s and 40s that one parent could work and one parent could afford and, you know, one parent could stay home. I talked about, you know, the discounted mother in some previous episodes like this, the, the idea that homemaking and raising children and educating children should somehow ever be discounted. What on earth? earth did they feed us. You don't know, no, and you should be you should be proud and you should be a businesswoman and you should be in the marketplace. Like, man, let me tell you about corporate America. Corporate America isn't worth mothers. It's not. Holy shit. Um God, what a what a juxtaposition to think that somebody in corporate America, some some woman in corporate America, has more worth in this world for a company than to children, to offspring, to, to, you know, her future. No way. Are you kidding me? I mean, especially corporate America now, this fiat corporate America that's built on just bullshit after bullshit lie. It's just, you know, like, yeah, you're going to get a pension someday. You know, your dollars are going to be worth something when you retire. Man, kids that were born in the 70s and 80s right now, they're they're trying to figure out as fast as possible what to do with their dollars so they don't evaporate into infinity and a lot of those people you know 40 plus years old now chose to be non-stay-at-home moms so that they could go out into the workforce and they could become these very powerful business women that contributed a lot to quote unquote their family financially and what are they going to get for it boy they're going to get wrecked they're going to get absolutely slaughtered if they don't know Bitcoin, if they don't know hard metals, if they don't know homesteading and, and education. Can you even imagine you know this this idea of the discounted mother, you know, to, to go out and do man, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, as a guy that's got a wife that is a homeschooler and a now a homesteader who
1: is, you know, a
0: gardener who understands you know, animal husbandry with chickens and understands my way of lifestyle of hunting <laughs> to, to feed, just to feed the family. And the fact that she's on board with Bitcoin and she's, she's understanding it more and more and more. It was a, I'll hit on that here in a second. Um, you know, kind of the, the women in, in education, but that's, that's, that's a beautiful piece to, 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 to think that, Your moms need to be out there in the workforce, you know, is somehow going to, at the end of the day, be more valuable than moms that were raising kids and teaching kids and showing kids how to be self-reliant, self-sufficient, think for themselves, figure out problems, start businesses on a 24-7 long, long time horizon. Holy hell. We were, I mean, people were sold the bell like it's. I mean, we were indoctrinated with it,
1: and it's going to
0: crumble, man. People are going to have to deal with that. People are going to have to deal with like, man, I've traded all this time with my kids for this fiat bullshit nightmare of a dream. That's going to be one hell of a thing. Um, you know, I'll skip a little bit to the the point where we just kind of left off of is, you know. Mom's understanding finance and mom's being in, you know, in, in cooperation with the father in terms of the finances and where money is and what's going on. Boy, no, 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 um, Let me, I, I'll i tell you, you know, administration work is one of those things that I absolutely, I hate administrative work, can't stand it. And I oftentimes look at, you know, money as that. But it's at the same time, you know, when I decided to really, Learn money is uh, one of the things that I could do is just, you know, kind of start having those conversations with my wife. So husbands or would be husbands out there, you know, if, if you're not having these conversations, if you guys aren't both up to speed, it's going to be very hard for you to make big moves. Like if you're worried about Bitcoin and you're worried about moving money into Bitcoin because uh, your, your wife doesn't know. It. And I'll tell you right now, that's going to be that's a friction point, you know. This is something that you have to be able to do and learn together, because it's your livelihoods, it's your wealth that you're putting aside into a completely different structure, completely different paradigm than what you've got it in now, which is you know assuredly going to fail. And it's like, man, do we do this together? Yeah, this is one of those things that you have to do together. And so, if you're if you're a mom or dad or if you guys are young that are you know husband and wives and you're looking at this this is something that you guys need to set time apart and you need to listen and learn together and you need to sharpen each other you know if you're if you got jobs out there and you're both commuting to work back and forth every day bitcoin types of podcasts are going to help you so much and, i mean and and we can, this community is going to you know teach you and show you you Know how and how and where to do this safely. We're not here for the Lamborghinis, you know, like we are here for the species, and that is the difference, man. God Almighty, you know, the difference right there. We're not here for the Lamborghinis, we're here for the species. You know, I love a lot of the things that come out of this in terms of like sayings. That's one that I can claim that one right now we want to see everybody lifted. We, you know, it's, it's no good if it's just you, it's not. At the end of the day, it, you know, if, if the, a lot of people are poor and you're richer in a fiat world, it doesn't make a good fiat world right now. The fiat world is on fire. It makes for a terrible damn world. It makes for a world that just like clawing at each other, you know, making, you know, possibly going to war don't want that kind of world. That's the type of world we, we live in. The, the, the separation of rich and poor right now has never been greater, ever. That makes for a really shitty world. And I'm not saying we should all be poor together by any means. What I'm saying is we should all be uh, dedicating ourselves to humanity consensually, which at the end of the day through a Bitcoin standard is going to lift humanity. You're going to get to that point where... Um, you're just, you're, you're lifting everybody at the same time. All right. Proof of work. Now this, this was one that I, I loved the, the, the parallel between homeschoolers and Bitcoiners proof of work. Um, let me tell you something. If, if there was ever a doubt in your mind that there was going to be a test as a teacher, uh, and, and what a departure, I mean, just think about this, a, a departure as teachers um versus homeschooling teachers and'm and I'm not I'm not trying to shit all over you know teachers right like teachers are teachers and they they exist in a system that a lot of them hate, so I'm n- not knocking that, but at the end of the day the the group of teachers that taught you they they were not actually responsible that system is not actually responsible it, it's it's not it's not responsible for what it did to you because there's nobody to hold accountable at the end of the day if kids you know come out of a school system here in you know in Atlanta and they can't read they can't write they they've they failed math you know they're 18 years old maybe younger if they don't get through it you know who who are you pinning the rose on who who at the end of the day is come to the carpet that failed that child versus somebody who is a homeschooler man like here in this family guess what it's my wife. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's us, right? It's like, at the end of the day, it's us. We have a responsibility in how these kids turn out is going to be on us. And all of society is going to know it, right? All of it. Like, And the, the beautiful thing is, you know, time after time after time, you see this, and homeschoolers outperform their their government indoctrination counterparts like just head over heels. It's not even close. Um, There's a, there's a bunch of reasons for that that I don't need to go into, but proof of work. You are, your kids are the proof of work at the end of the day. There's, you, you cannot fake the funk. If you've got these kids for ever you know from the time they're babies until the time they're 18 and you were in charge of their education you're not gonna be able to fake it at the end of this whole thing that oh yeah you yeah, know my kids are great if they're you know they can't read they can't write no, no. everybody knows you failed as a homeschooler and I think that's a, a giant giant pay, uh payoff fighting FUD uh, yeah homeschoolers you know like he's he talked about socialization Um, I'm going to tell you right now, my kids can socialize with adults, uh, better than most kids. And I see it all the time, you know, is like when, when they're communicating, when they're having those back and forth with, you know, a lot of the, the guys that, you know, are at jujitsu or, um, you know, basically that's, that's their socialization period outside of like, just, you know, everyday mingling out in the, in the world. Um, they, and, and let's, maybe let's talk about that, you know? How many of your, like, how many of your kids, if they are in, you know, the, the government indoctrination systems, how many of your kids can go up by themselves and order, you know, what they need from, um, say, Chick-fil-A? yeah you know, just for example, like, at what age are they able to do that? Because I'm going to tell you right now, my kids have been able to do, you know, they've been able to do that for as, as long as they could, like, walk and talk. You know, tell them what you want. And then when they got interested in, hey, how does the exchange work? Well, here. This is how this exchange works. And here's how you use a debit card. Or here's how you use, you know, Apple Pay and, you know, Pay and Sats, whatever. Like, they like they understand that kind of stuff. Like, that's, that's a socialization. Can, can they communicate what they want to do in terms of trade with the rest of the world? Can they communicate ideas? This is something I saw the other day that I was, you know, just, you know, right on the money for it. You know, is when these kids, especially in jujitsu, in in the beginning of class, a lot of times they'll get called up, called out, um, come out here and perform this this move. You know, and you got a you got an entire class watching. You got you know parents and and all. You got you got the eyes on you, and that. That confidence to go out there and do that is something that translates to the rest of the world. Can you go out in front of a group of people and not only do what is requested of you but teach it? And that's something that you know socialization, homeschool, activities outside like it it's a myth. Bitcoiners are fighting FUD all the time too, whether it's energy or whether it's run by the government or whether it is confiscatable or it's just this you know ephemeral type of nonsense that people believe has some kind of worth and that's why they're in it. It's, it's, it's insanity. Um, and I th- maybe the, the last thing that I'll I'll touch on is libertarian ideas. Yes, um, a lot of libertarians are homeschoolers. A lot of Bitcoiners are homeschoolers. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I and I'm trying to bridge this gap. I'm trying to get people in the Libertarian Party to understand like, hey man, you guys are playing in somebody else's sandbox. And that sandbox has, you know, a bunch of nasty stuff in it. Like, you know, other people's cats that gives you uh, a, a toxoplasmosis type of brain that's infected, right? Like get out of their sandbox. Um, libertarians, you know, need to understand homeschoolers need to understand that Bitcoin is the vehicle that they've always ever dreamed about uh, in terms of creating a better, freer society. It starts with it starts with money and ground proof. So like, you know, fighting the fud and 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 all that fun stuff. And then at the end of the you know at the end of this, the the hope that it breeds like being a homeschooler. And being a parent, man, you are invested for the long term. You are looking at a minimum of 18 years with your kids, minimum. And that, I mean, it goes quick, but at the same time, when you're with them 24 7, man, you are in it. You are absolutely living life, and life lessons occur very, very, very fast. And that should, at the end of the day, give you hope you gonna, you have hope because you want to best prepare those kids for society. You know how damn tough the world can be. You know, it, it this hope that you're going to create a better version of yourself. You know, I mean that's that's what I have been just screaming my hope for my kids. And you know, just just an example. You know, like I want them first to be tough, and I want them to be patient and tough. I want them to be the quiet you know, stoic warrior that can take care of business if business needs to be taken care of, right? Like that's what they need to be. That's why they've been in jujitsu since they were three. I want them to be able to feed themselves, which means teaching them how to first and foremost live off the land if they have to. If like that is my hope for them is that those two things, they, they can take care of business and that they can feed themselves. And communication. I have hope that they're going to be even a you know even better at communication than I am because communication good communication can help people not only diffuse situations but grow together that's that's hope like so if if my kids can communicate, if they can take care of themselves, if they can be independent in terms of sourcing um, meals and then, on top of it, take care of bad situations. We've got a lot of the basics covered. If they are entrepreneurial, you know, my hope is that they will be. That they will never ever have to work for somebody else. My hope is that they will work in a passion for the rest of their life. If you can work in a passion, you're like you don't, it's, it, it, yeah, it's work, but you love it. God darn you love it. Like I want them to love and be happy, right? So if you can do those things you don't have to worry about people too much anyway, because you can handle it, if you don't have to worry about food because you can get it or grow it, if you don't have to worry about a job because you have your own job and you can communicate to the rest of the world, man, it's real easy to be present. It's real easy to be that high vibration that I always talk about that high energy. It's real easy to be that at that point. It's, it's like man, I've done the hard stuff early. I've it's just it, it's life. That's my hope. I mean that's that's the like if if there's anything homeschoolers are invested in, it is the hope that their kids will have a better, happier, freer, more independent life. Man, that is that's amazing hope. Not any different from Bitcoiners happier freer more independent life and they're invested for the long term it's incredible to me i think i'll I'll kind of wrap it up with with all that being said like man what a scott what a great article man i hope to have you on the show here um and you know we'll be in contact very very shortly um with all that being said guys if you love this like i said look I'm, i'm starting to be, you know, I'm starting new businesses. I've got, you know, a, a bunch of different things going on at the same time. If you could support the show, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, you can do it through Cash App. Uh, my, my cash tag is Shane Hazel, and I'd really appreciate it. If you're learning here, if you love it here, if you, if you find good culture, um, if you're, if you're, if you're looking for just groups of people, like, the, man, some Bitcoin startups are coming here. Like, that's, I think that's the next thing on my list is like, all right get the Bitcoin startup going right now. Um, and if you are looking for some private type of understanding on this, the real know-how of like, hey man, I need to I need to get some Bitcoin, I need to get my 401k or IRA or whatever, and I need to start liquidating these things and I'm gonna put it into Bitcoin. If you need that type of help, then I am here for you. Uh, you can go to radicalpod.com and look at the Bitcoin maximalist um, tab. And I'm telling you, uh, it is something that I am passionate about. It's something that I want to help, you know, this crowd with. You know, absolutely give value back and get value back. So if, uh, if you guys are looking into that, I run a concierge and advisory firm now and uh, would be happy to help you guys accomplish any of the goals that you have with bitcoin so outside of that guys i hope you guys have an awesome weekend and uh, thank you guys again for being here supporting the show sharing the show with friends and family and turning people on to a, a better way of being human beings so until next time i love you i need you peace oh, don't hurt people in. don't
1: take